Uh, here it goes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wasn't uh, that that's the intro to Keenan and Kale. Oh, in my mind. okay. With with Coolio. I don't I I maybe out of context. I don't know. I didn't catch that that's what you were doing. Yeah, I didn't. As it came out of my mouth, I was like, I think that's what, what the beginning was like. Uh, uh, or is that all that? Uh, no, yeah, one, yeah. two, all something. All that. Yeah. yeah. One of those, it was the hype, the beginning of the hype show. It was always got me, Kel, got me going. Kel came to my college because, uh, you know, he's like a pastor now. Okay. And he came to my college to give uh, a convocation, but I did not attend. You said, I'm speaking out against Kel. I said, I'm a Keenan woman myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, wow. Hi, everybody. Hi there. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Lillian. Um, and to you and yours, welcome to FOH. Uh, I'm Lillian Devane. <laughs> Yep, that pretty much says it all. Um, I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a, it's a service industry podcast once again. We've reconnected to our roots. Yes, that's so true. Our humble beginnings. By pissing off our managers. Oh, what a week it's been. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone's mad, but actually we got good news, which is that we were like kind of working from some old information that I had gotten in maybe like April about Andrew not paying the, uh, the porter who had passed his family. And he did after much hounding by two women, he said, fine, I'll do it. Yes. So, which is great. And we are happy to be like, I'm glad that that's not true. Oh yeah. Also like, like, obviously it's not something we were like gleefully stating because yeah. it's horrible. no literally finding that out. I was like, Oh, like literally everyone getting mad at us and everyone being like, you're dumb bitches. Um, I was like, Oh, it's like worth it because like literally to not that I even did anything, but to find that out, I was like, Oh, this is fine then. Right. Like that was like the biggest problem obviously. And so like finding out that it had already been righted, I was like, great. Yes that's it's reassuring um <clears throat> but yeah and we had some other positive outcomes from other people talking about their workplaces which was which was great too so right some good stuff and my positive outcome my other one was that my tattoo that says uh may the bridges i burn light the way was finally kind of made sense and i was really happy to have gotten it you have that tattoo no, of course not <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> what if you just didn't know that I had that? Sometimes I'll see a new tattoo on you and I'm like, wait, what? That's so no, funny. I, I haven't gotten a new tattoo in probably two years. You just have a lot and I don't like fixate on your body or anything. Rude. I mean, it's should be. rude. <laughs> Extreme. Rude of me rude. not to memorize your every yeah. curve. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find a notebook with extremely detailed recollections of my body. Okay. Well done. I have time. Thank you. I've got the time. Thank you. I'm learning a new language and I'm going to learn all about Kelly's body at the same time. That's its Two own different language. languages. It's its own That's right. Language. That's right. <laughs> um, 
Wow, I, it's just occurring to me, the last time I started a new job, before this new job, it was when love language discourse was really popular, you know? Uh-huh. And I made all my coworkers go around and tell me what their love language was, because I was interested. At Marlowe? No, at Prune. Yeah. Oh, right, I forgot you fucking at, worked there. At Marlowe, people would just walk up to you and tell you. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Glory days. Um, I haven't done that at this new job. I wonder if I should roll up next week. Say, hey, hey there. Yeah, maybe wait one more week before you do that. Okay, you're right. That's my, that's my suggestion. Okay. Um, how's, uh, how's it going, Kelly? What's going on with you? Good. It's going good. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm back at work and it's interesting doing the other work that I do for free with the, um, the Irish nonprofit. We were like, I was trying to write a guide. Like now that I'm back in service, I was trying to write like a, I feel like there are so many guides that are out right now in New York that are like for patrons of like how to, you know, react to, skittish service people and and that are about like tipping and wearing your mask and like different kinds of like how to how to re-enter restaurants but I haven't seen that kind of thing for people who are returning to work so I was Uh like trying to write one but it's like very it's so everything is so fraught and all these issues are so interconnected and it's also like about untangling the like service mentality Mm-hmm. And, like, so much of returning to work, like, the difficulty has been that, like, and I love service, and I'm not someone who's, like, you, like, I hate, like, I love working a service, and I love, like, serving and bartending and all that stuff, but so much of doing that job is about being, like, like removing yourself from the equation and just being it is like this like customers always right kind of like mentality and so it's like untangling that knot where like people are like it's okay if I take my mask off right and you have to be like no the mask protects me and like asserting yourself in that way is very like counterintuitive so I'm like trying to write this guide but it's very like complicated because it's like it's about so much more than just being like like for patrons it's really easy to just be like yeah you wear your mask but like for a service person being like how do you begin to have a conversation with someone where you're like you have to wear the mask to protect me personally right 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 when When you're not even supposed to really exist to them in this in this certain way yeah yeah it's super weird that is yeah that's interesting yeah anyway yeah good luck good luck no that's that's cool that you're writing that um we'll see we'll see see. i'm in the end it's just gonna be like um a photograph of my wall with writing on it you know yeah that crime scene photo yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, everyone's like no if you take a look this is what we're using sort of as a learning tool it is a crime scene now it is a crime scene it's going to be disturbing to see but if you look past that you'll see the writing on the wall is sort of helpful in this moment um that's cool yeah how are you doing i'm fine um looking at myself right now in this zoom i was thinking 
Should I be putting my blush up a little bit higher so I can kind of look like that okay boomer girl? You know that filter that makes your blush kind of go across oh your nose? Oh my god, no, that's criminal. Top? That's criminal. Please don't do that. I shouldn't do that. I don't Paint think so. on some freckles? No? Okay. I don't think so. <clears throat> Just trying to kind of spice it up. <clears throat> Did you see that TikTok of like this girl goes up to her brother? I'm going to send it to you. This girl goes up to her brother and tries to get him to do a TikTok with her and he just is like, is that what I look like? <laughs> <laughs> and he gets, he's like, I look ugly. I look oh ugly. no. It's really funny. I feel that. No, he's really I... cute. Like he's obviously like a cute little kid. Oh, it's a kid. Okay, got it. Well, he's like 13. Worst. I would be dead by my own hand if TikTok was around when I was 13. I know. Me? He's just going through like puberty dysmorphia. But he's oh, like, worse. Is that what I look like? No. I look ugly. Oh my God. But it's so stressful. That's fine. Okay. Don't send me that TikTok. I'm going to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Um, you and I had a little had a little business meeting, which was exciting. Even though we already basically are in business together, we said, let's drive that knife a little bit deeper together. Okay, not a knife. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said knife. Let's forge ahead in the wagon together, both holding the reins. <laughs> okay, cool. Didn't know that's how you felt. What the hell? Um, no, but we're, we're working on a new project with some people that we're really excited about, and hopefully we'll be able to tell you all about it soon, um, so stay tuned, but I'm really excited. Yeah! <laughs> For the knife am, to wedge I'm... a little deeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, it's always scary. No, it Not is scary. Not just because it's you, it's always scary to do something new that's, that's maybe risky and is intimate. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be a laugh. And and this is also, it's a business venture that I think I'm really excited about. And I think it has long-term potential, but it also, we can always cut and run. Totally. Yeah. It's, uh, it's our prerogative, you know, prerogative to cut and run. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were going to go Bobby Brown. Oh, could have done that also. Yeah. Two songs using prerogative. Interesting. Interesting, because it's, you don't hear that word too often. You don't hear it a lot. You don't hear it a lot. And that's something you don't hear talked about enough. Why is nobody talking about this? Why is nobody talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> Why is nobody talking about this? I'm sorry. Two pop songs that were very popular using the word prerogative. I will say, not- guys, I'm just going to go ahead and drag myself because I was on Twitter on Friday night and it was like a viral tweet again that was like, I would love to talk to the editor of the New York Times and see why Portland isn't front page news right now. I was like, smash that motherfucking like, like, oh, go off. And then literally Saturday's paper comes out. Guess what's front page news? Yeah. Well, you know, if someone hadn't tweeted that, what do you think would have happened? Is, and if we're not- You know what? If old hot dad or whatever. <laughs> hadn't tweeted commie dad 69 hadn't tweeted yeah hadn't that. said something and we have to raise our voices and sort of and gotten to demand 12.7 thousand likes than the new york what times what do you think it would have been i don't know what they're talking about roger stone again um i keep trying to care about roger stone because he is i was as i was saying to you he I texted, is we, te- we were texting about yeah he himself is very interesting. Totally. 
So I but, keep trying to care about it, and then it's like, as soon as I'm like... No, it's like everything else, when the libs get a hold of it, they're like, make it suck. And I'm like, okay, this is boring. He is so... He's a fascinating guy, though. Absolutely. How can you take such a great character... Exactly. ...and, and turn him into fucking garbage? It's... You know? Yeah, I need... It's like, what I, are you, Hollywood? I'm gonna wait for the Adam McKay movie of Roger Stone, because that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'll see it with you in the theater 10 years from now. Yeah, right. Um, I'm like, okay. It's a date. It's a date. Can't wait. Um, okay. Okay, time to get serious. Time to get fucking serious about something that doesn't really matter in the end. Um, one of the big food world issues, this, or discoveries or whatever, scandals this week besides this podcast um <laughs> shockwaves through the um, industry this, shockwaves. Pod this podcast caused i'm also just like if i were you i simply wouldn't listen to this podcast because it's not like we are a huge podcast it's very funny to me but whatever. i agree um, once again my major critique is that people don't understand what power is i'm like the number of people without slandering us the number of people who listen to this podcast is equivalent to one weekend in two of the restaurants we were commenting on last week, the number of people who come in. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, <laughs> we're talking about, like, a very... And people were like, how dare you? Like, da 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 And I was like, they, like you're one of a dozen people who listen to this, so don't... Yeah, so... <clears throat> but thank you. I thank you. Thanks for giving it's me the credit. Yeah, it's a compliment. <clears throat> um... Anyways, everyone was freaking out about squirrel. squirrel. The jam and squirrel and um wait, you went to squirrel, right? No, I did not. But I've had their jam. Um I have had their jam. It's it's fine. It's jam, I don't know. Um I'm trying to find the guy. So basically Alicia Kennedy, who you all should know and follow because she's doing like some of the only decent work regarding Food, food media, yeah, reporting. I think she's doing amazing. Yeah, stuff. I feel like we I mean, reference really her smart. all the time. We do, but she, I guess, tipped off. She was the initial tip off for this story. My girl. So, My girl. Um, credit to her where credits due for sure. Um, and the guy who really like, and also, I don't know how we didn't know this guy. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Instagram guy. Yeah, because it seems like he's doing a lot of stuff that we're like, Joe Joe Rosenthal. I don't know, he seems like a pretty intense character. He does, which is why I'm like, why? Because he seems like he spirals on dumb shit like I do. So I was like, how do, I feel like we're brothers. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, for me, I was like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, that's the right, that's the correct, that's the correct assumption. Um, <clears throat> impression to have. But anyways, he went deep dive and a lot of people were DMing him and then from that spawned the land of a million eater pieces, etc., etc. But it boils down to a few simple starting facts. I like that you said spawn and boil, which are kind of, you know... Oh. Uh, relevant mm -hmm. at the moment. Spore culture, really into it. Yes, because um, the jam was moldy, folks. Y'all, it was moldy so much so that it had to have an enormous bucket full of its own mold sludge. The picture and here's the thing. was 
horrifying. The picture was gnarled, but here's the thing. When I initially heard this report coming out of L.A. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting a report now out of L.A. that Squirrel's jam has mold on it in some processes of making the jam. Interesting. Okay, well, we're going to go live to who gives a shit because L.A. people are babies. Okay, that's what I that's initially. Okay, that was my reaction. Um, My reaction was I was very surprised because and I think this is what the food media reaction to. I didn't know that shouldn't happen to jam. Um, well, if you're if everything's sterile, it's got so much sugar in it. It's like that stuff doesn't go bad. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the thing that was surprising to me was that the jam was made on site, which I assumed it was in a completely different, like, because the squirrel jam, I mean, I thought, because we sold it where we used to work, I thought it was, like, a much larger, huge production. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, they definitely have, like, an industrial kitchen where, like, off-site where they're producing this, which you would assume would have, like, pretty tight if it's, like, that's all they're doing is making jam. They're going to have fucking... It's going to be regulated. Yeah. I was just surprised because jam is, like, was made as, like, a human endeavor as a preservative method... Like, that's what surprised me about it, is I was like, what are you doing? Because the... Well, it's The reason natural. this was an... Lillian, duh. But I'm talking about in the... When they oh, were making... she does me. When they when they invented jam, it was all natural. And it... No, they had high fructose corn syrup okay. back then. Okay. That's something they don't want you to <laughs> talk about. They don't want you to know. They don't want you to talk about it. They don't want you <laughs> No, I understand what you're saying. I guess I'm just, like, going on my anecdotally where I'm like, well, sometimes there's mold on my jam in my fridge. You know, I don't use jam every day. But they were making jam every day, which is weird (laughs) that it was getting that moldy. Yeah. case closed. Case closed. I'm just surprised because jam is a preservative method. So I'm like, what are you doing? That's so fucked. What have you done? What have you wrought? What have you done? What is that woman's (laughs) name? Her name's, like, Jacqueline Kennedy or something. What? The woman who owns Squirrel. It's like Jennifer Novak. No, it's not Jacqueline <laughs> Kennedy. It's Jackie O. A lot of people don't know that, but it's actually Jackie <laughs> no, O. No, but owns it's something like squirrel. that. It is Cos Coslo. Jessica Coslo. So I'm sorry. I was like one letter off. Wait, let me make sure I'm getting her name right. Guys, don't report that it was Jackie. Please don't, don't DM report. us. Please don't DM us and say, how dare you? <laughs> Please don't DM us. Jackie O is dead. Um, whatever. I just see Coslo. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. So anyway, so I, that's what I'm troubled by. But yeah, the jam, I mean, you all saw that picture, the jam bucket. That was disgusting. And then there are reports that, um, again, reports coming out of LA that, um, she had, this sounds a little crazy, but I believe it. Um, that were like employees were hiding in the secret jam closet while health inspectors were here. <laughs> that was so crazy. But like, I lights that, off. I literally believe because if totally. you've ever we, worked in a restaurant while the health department's there, you, you it's a pure panic. There's also like a system of lies, and like th- this is why you can't speak to a health like there. Everyone's like. 
if you speak to the health department, like you like, do not talk to yeah. them because there's an intricate system of lies that you have to know what to say about every single thing and area in a restaurant where you're like, we don't prep there. Actually, this is where like you have to know, even though you cook, you I've, cook there I've every day. I've places where they've said like, oh, this is you lock a room. Yeah, you, you lock say a room. we don't have access to it because especially like um, commercial properties like are often leased like very few people own the commercial property that they are in so you say like our landlord doesn't give us access to that like room and it's like where all the food is prepped it's or like whatever. full of kimchi like rotting yeah, kimchi. yeah. Or like um i worked somewhere that cured meat in-house and then it was like that it was just locked away and it was like yeah and they're like we don't make our aioli we don't make our aioli absolutely not nope no aioli is made here like it's like insane yeah all yeah. of a sudden you're like <laughs> I don't I don't speak English I just got here I don't work here you know what I mean like it's just my name's Cassandra they're like you have to have a second name to sort of tell them if they ask and if they ask it's you have also to say like it's the lies but then it's like I mean I don't know if you feel this but I have like the fear that I feel for the health inspector I think it's because I do have a problem with like taking on too much responsibility where I'm like if this goes down like if we get a B, it's because of me personally. Totally. So oh my it's God, like of the fear that I feel is literally like so totalizing. I, like I would lock myself in a. I would do that. I oh my 100% God, of believe that. But then people were also, it's like people who haven't worked in restaurants and they're like, these tortured people are working in a room without windows. And I was like, yeah, like every kitchen is underground. Like That's the thing is like, everyone was like, can you believe these working conditions? I'm like, yeah, because I've worked in them. I've worked in raw sewage. I've, wa- I've worked while I was puking. I've worked in an unventilated mosquito net trap. <laughs> That doesn't make sense, but it's real, and I did it. And I so, did it. And I was there. I mean, yes. It's like, it's like, this is not to justify how people in restaurants are treated, but it was very regular to me sounding. Yeah. yeah. You know I, mean? I guess that's what I really mean, where people are like, this outrage attached to something. It's just like, I'm like, yeah, but I mean, and again, right. Like, it's not good, yeah. but it's just. I don't know if this is true in LA because I don't know if they have what the basement culture is there, but in, um, in New York, like many, many restaurants have a kitchen, a prep kitchen, like part of their operation is underground because there's not space. Maybe that's what it is that LA, they don't have basements there. Yeah. I don't know. They have because at Florida, we didn't no have basements. basements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom's from Louisiana. No basements. Because it's, it's too watery. Exactly. Can't have a basement. Exactly. So, like... Um, in the- maybe they are more... Maybe if it had been in an attic, they would have been like, this is fine, actually. <laughs> it's fine. Like, so New York, like, I would say of restaurants I've worked in in New York, predominantly the kitchens are underground. Mm-hmm. And... So they obviously don't have windows because it's in a basement. And so, like, to me, when people were like, there were no windows, I was like. They're like, also, like, does your cubicle have a window? Bitch. Bitch. Mad at some woman for no reason. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, yes, this jam's, like, $14 a jar. It's, like, 
you know, whatever. It's on their, like, famous... It's, like, the kind of food that people, like, who are bad at making jokes make jokes about. Yes. And who don't... Yes. You know what I mean? Um, oh, it's a $12 ricotta toast. I'm like, yeah, it's probably delicious. Yeah. Probably would get that if I went there. I don't know what your problem is. Um, but there's also... From this jam thing, whatever it is, which she also, like, I guess... I didn't really follow it because I'm ultimately not that interested in the minutiae of it, but... I guess she, like, made a bunch of apologies and then, like, cited the knowledge of, like, some, like, mold expert. Yes, I did And see the that. mold expert was like, yeah, we've never... I, I don't know her. Basically, he... I don't know her. Um, which is so funny and crazy that he would be like, mm-mm, sorry. Um, we've never spoken. I don't know who, who is she. Um, and total bitch move. I love it. Um, and then... And then people started coming out, which is, like, which is the more interesting result of all of this is that people who've worked with her were like, actually that ricotta toast is my recipe. Actually, like, so that's the, and people were like, actually she said this about the neighborhood we were, that, you know, she actively tried to kick people out of their neighborhood and was like advocating for like, was a, a very like pushy force in the place that she was coming into in the neighborhood that she was establishing herself in that was like you know people who were like this is like a garbage neighborhood anyway and I'm like making it better by being here you know like that kind of mentality so like it's interesting when these things like they starts from moldy jam and then people build on it and they're like what comes she's actually you turn over a rock mm, and there's mm, molds and mm, it comes to light and then the mold kind of is this, goes away. Is the metaphor working for everyone? It is. Yes. 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 I see it. I see it. it a is, rolling. Yeah. I wonder what the future of Squirrel is going to be. Like, do you think this is going to, like, do you think the, the culture of, like, their clientele being, like, a certain kind of gentrifier slash a certain kind of tourist, do you think it's going to affect their future no but it's just like um what's it called fucking tartine or whatever the fuck but tartine's really good tartine is is really good (laughs) but like we know that the owners are absolute are evil and we know this squirrel thing is like sucks maybe not as like overtly evil as the tartine people but like I don't know. Does she have more than one location? I don't even know. I don't. I, I literally don't know. We don't know we anything don't about know. LA, unfortunately. <laughs> and I know. refuse to learn. You went there um, though, kind of right before COVID. I've actually been thinking about this a lot because LA was my last. It was the last time I was like happy in the old world because it was so fun, and I was like, wow, I really actually love LA. And then because you went, that was in like January, right? Yeah, or like late January, early February, I think. Wow, folks. And I was in Mexico City. That is so true. Like, I I feel like I'm always going to have this, like, I'm always going to, like, hold a candle. I mean, I loved Mexico City, and when I got back, I was like, I'm moving there. And I wonder if it's ever going to, like, not have such a special place in my heart. Mm. Because I organically loved it so much, but now also it's, like, the last place I was before the shutdown, and I'm, like... Right. It's a, it's a miraculous place where you can eat inside. Yeah. It's the only place in the world where you can go inside and eat. Yeah. And I don't... It's an incredible place. It's, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> it's an amazing place. You can go into museums like, in Mexico City. I wonder if I'm ever gonna, like, be able to not be 
I mean, am I going to become one of those like white women who's obsessed with Mexico City? The answer is yes, I am already. Sorry. The answer is I already am. I it already am. happened to me. It's 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 that's what's happening. Well, I think that's fine. It's not like you're being like I love Barcelona. Like it's do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyways, I'm moving to Mexico City. Okay, that's the one fake thing that Kelly says she's going to do that I can support. Um, ding, ding. Um, I would say the other thing that happened this week, back to the food stuff, is that um, Brooklyn uh, favorite, darling of Brooklyn, Winson, uh, one of their chef and co-owners got uh, taken to task, yeah. I would say, for being what sounds like quite an awful person. Um by all measures. Um, and this is from his employees, Trig Brown. Um, I, but I think, and we were talking about this um, in our business meeting, mm-hmm. um, that what is also so crazy to come out of it, because, because besides we know that chef and especially chef co-owners are the monsters of this world and are going to be bad people. And like everyone loves a sexy, like, oh, he threw a meat cleaver because everyone gets up in arms about it. And it's like, sure, I believe that. I believe he verbally abused everybody and like sexually assaulted everybody, whatever. It's awful. But the other thing that is so crazy is that he bought the scallion pancakes and dumplings for his restaurant and did not make them. And everybody loves the scallion pancakes at Winston. It's like one of their big items. Which is also crazy because like, I think that almost like particularly in New York, but I think it's from like a place in Chinatown. Right. Exactly. The thing is, is if you did like Winsun X, whatever, like wherever you bought it in Chinatown, like people would think that was like cute and you could upcharge it just as much. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just funny to me because I was like, you could have done branding and like t-shirts and stuff because like, especially in New York, I think there's a certain class of like gentrifier guilt that people feel so they really want to support like I mean totally but owners always misunderstand that just because they're not in touch with normal people but it's the same thing when Gabrielle Hamilton was like I'm really worried about what's going to happen to the Punjabi deli and it was like there were 18 collabs with like only already in the works (laughs) and it was like right don't worry about it like everyone's obsessed with that place like it's right they'll be fine Right. And, like, it's so weird that you would miss the obvious branding opportunity, even cynically. Like, I'm not saying this is still, like... It's... Right. No, of course. But I'm just, like, why are owners, like, literally, like... It's so... It's it's so... Such ego to be, like, I have to pretend that I made this. Totally. When you could just as easily brand it in this other way that would be, like, more profitable for you ultimately. and then you look like benevolent and cool exactly and like a man of the people or whatever the fuck also i was just screaming because i've made scallion pancakes before it is actually a lot of labor like i believe it physically yeah. um but the homemade scallion pancakes are delicious and also someone was like yeah he just couldn't figure out how to get them to be as good these were made with pork fat like i was like what how like are you stupid like how what's what, how can you not figure out how to make a scallion pancake made with pork fat taste good? That's... Yeah. I mean, you're not a good chef. Like, are you dumb? That's just a delicious, delicious also, equation. 
why don't you, because you're already, I mean, he's a white man and cooking Taiwanese food, and why don't you, like, you could pay somebody to fucking teach you how to do it if you really wanted to. Duh. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, again, like, not a great thing, like, no. not in support, but it's also just, like, you, there are ways to fucking figure out. Like, somebody is really fucking good at making scallion pancakes in New York pay City. Pay the person I bet that you're... That's what I'm saying. Or, yeah, or pay the person. Like, there's a million fucking ways to do that. It's Idiot. just so, so, so weird. Just, I think, yeah, again, this is not, like, to say, like, these are good options morally or, like, ethically or whatever. <laughs> right. But it's just so weird, like... Uh, like the the mind the mind of the PMC is so um fraught yeah you know yeah it's I mean god we should be consultants we should be like the Jennifer Melfi's of the food world where we're like we can we'll give you advice on how to be a better chef but then they use it to actually do more bad stuff do you know what I mean yeah 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 like our our like our advice ultimately makes them bigger monsters, but in the end, it's helping them. Yeah, you know I mean, but Melfi gets hers. She gets hers. <gasps> Kelly, I haven't seen the show. I just I know about that don't, episode. Don't say that ever again. <laughs> okay, I sorry. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Legitimately, sa- one of the most disturbing rape scenes I've ever seen in my I'm life. I'm saving The Sopranos for marriage. I know, but. You, then you please don't speak please don't tell stories <laughs> these aren't your stories to tell <laughs> uh, oh my god no I feel bad for Melfi I obviously love uh, who's that actress what's her name Lorraine Bracco love her love Goodfellas we talked about love Goodfellas um, Aaron my, our friend Aaron was talking about how he wants to get He's like, yeah, you always say, fuck you, pay me, whatever, whatever. He's like, I want to get that as a tattoo. And I was like, yeah, I've actually thought about getting that as a tattoo. But then I'm like, guys are just going to be like, so you're a really big Goodfellas fan? And he was like, that's from Goodfellas? I was like, yeah, it, it is, unfortunately, something that... I know someone with that tattoo, with fuck you, It's great tattoo. I mean, it's a cool tattoo. I support it. <laughs> Kelly says no. Look, I've I guess the worse- guy that I know that has it is so not cool that... um. I mean, it's not like act- no tattoos are like actually cool. It's like who, who get Kelly's spiraling. Just well, your tattoo that says "May the bridges I burn" like that's a <laughs> that's cool tattoo. A cool one. That's, My tattoo that's that's one of the. It's all happening. <laughs> that's a Sheena Shea original. It's all happening. Um. Okay. God, well, we, we really need to, need to do. Tattoos. I need you to watch Vanderpump Rules because I'm doing a rewatch right now, and that show is so good. Okay, I think of what I my new plan because I couldn't do it in the first season. I can't skip watch the it. First so season. I'm gonna skip season. I'm gonna skip it and I'm gonna start with season two, and then I can probably get into that's it. Right. That's I'm, right. I'm I'm over Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's so boring now, and that's correct. I need a new thing. Okay, um, guys, subscribe to the great. Patreon. In three months, we'll talk about Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yeah, I'll be ready for it. Um, okay, are we done here? I think we're done. I mean, um, anything else that we want to add to this sort of beautiful melange of what we've discussed today? Um, I will say that... What? I just I was going to say about the guy on Instagram, this was, like, interesting to me, too. And it just speaks to food media and sort of, like you always have to take everything you read with a grain of salt because he um, also had, like, a big, like, takedown 
of um, Anthony Falco, who's not, like, a great guy, but he was, like, very important in starting Roberta's, and he, like, he contributed a lot of the pizza recipes because the, the, the owner, who is also a chef, is not a pizza chef. Well, a lot of that is disputed, but... Yeah, by Roberta. That's, like, what's funny to me is, like, why would you take... Like, it's it's just, you're, you're, it's, like, I guess, like, a devil you do, devil you don't kind of situation. It's fine. It's kind of, like, funny to me to be, like, well, I trust Roberta's empirically. Devil if you do, devil if you don't is an incredible mashup <laughs> that I will be using for the rest of my life. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's just funny to me. He was like, well, Roberta sued him. I was like, yeah, Roberta's the, like, most trusted name in news. Um, I guess I know some people on this other side of it, sort of. Who? We'll talk about it off air. Okay, I'm interested. <clears throat> But I'm not. I'm not saying that that's incorrect of you to say or anything. But yeah, it's. Well, I'm not. I'm no Anthony Falco stan. But I was just like, it's. He's. Like he did come up with those recipes. The Millennium Falco. You think that was just? We're just talking about Star Wars. Uh uh-uh, uh, baby. It's in the name. It's in the name. Uh uh-uh, uh, honey. Um. <clears throat> I will also say that this is me being petty as fuck, but. I think that some people should be on their fucking knees thanking me for the things <laughs> I didn't say in the last episode. Yes, I guess that's what it is, is this podcast uh, included... Literally, quite literally, some individuals should be on their fucking knees that I didn't say the shit I could have said. Because shit could be really fucking bad for you right now, and it's not. So fucking get it together, shut the fuck up, and stop being a fucking baby. Wow. Okay, that's me breaking my silence. That's sort me of. breaking my silence. Um, I love that. I wish I had taken that tract. Um, yeah, I guess my my point is more so like this podcast included. Like, there's no reliable narrator in food media because um, everyone's an alcoholic maniac. So, like, it's just yes. <clears throat> it's it's like when you're saying like, well, Roberta said this versus Al- Anthony Falco said this. It's like those are two bad actors so like you just have to pick a side like that's a thing yes it's a whisper network in the worst possible way exactly 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 (laughs) yeah you kind of have to you have to parse through a lot it's gossip it's gossip in truth you can't trust the official story it's like it's very crazy and so to navigate that yeah is why most food media people suck at what they do and they don't even try they don't even try to navigate that yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and, um, and I, I mean, I, lots of people were raising this point, lots of food media people, like the only reliable narrator is the workers. And it's basically impossible to get people to go on the record about their workplaces because it's such a small world. Um, like the consequences are very real and like, <clears throat> So everything that you read in food media is a lie, unfortunately. Except for yeah. the molds, because that we saw photos. That shit. We saw photo is evidence. Real. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm like, cool that I don't have a job and I don't know if anyone's gonna hire me in this town again. But. <laughs> uh, you can always what go to Trader do? Joe's. Are you kidding me right now, Kelly? TJ's. 
the look on your face when you said, <coughs> and there's nothing wrong at working at Trader Joe's, believe me, Kelly. Okay? You get, a Hawaii, you get to wear a Hawaiian shirt. I've had a job already where I had to wear a Hawaiian shirt, okay? And I don't want another one. Pull them out of the it old, uh, you know, storage unit. No. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. Actually, I wore it yesterday at the beach, but no, never again. Oh, my God. Anyways. Wish I had seen okay. that. Wish I had been there. It actually was a really cute beach outfit, and I'm sad that we didn't go to the hip beach where everyone could see me. Okay. Let's thank some patrons. This woman. Folks, this woman. Oh, my fucking God. Okay. Um, we have a lot to go through, so buckle up. Buckle up. We got a pledge change from Emily. Thank you Thanks, for upgrading. Thanks, Emily. You, I wish you the best today. Um, Mac. Mac. Miss Mary Mac. Mac, 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 Mac. 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 Also, Mac, great, hell of a name. Hell of a a name. A real stand-up name. I think so, too. I trust a Mac in, you know, inherently. Okay. Charlotte. Whatever. Charlotte. I think that's a very elegant name, Charlotte. Agree. It's like, um, I think, did you ever, I feel like that was such a common trope in children's books where, like, girls would have a fancy iteration of their name. Like, in a children's book where it's, like, a group of girls and they have, like, a fancy version of their names. What? Like, in in Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. They all pick a fan. Anyway, Charlotte would be my fancy version. Charlotte, okay. Long story short. If you know what I'm talking about, sound off in the comments. Kelly is signaling for help in a secret (laughs) way. Okay. That, um... Uh, (laughs) Don't. Okay, next. Okay. Melissa. Melissa! really fun i bet you're a lot of fun i bet so too i never met a melissa i didn't like same so great life of the party thank you melissa um oh this next one pierre luc pierre luc uh how do you say thank you in french merci merci sorry i'm only learning spanish so um merci uh, we thank you very much. It means more to me that you have become a patron, that we're appealing yes, to the French. Yes, because the French, it's, it's, it's a you level of... You guys are of, very snobby. It's a level very of snobby. taste and a level of... It is. Of, it is. Deci- you know, whatever. It's discern- discerning. Discerning, discerning. And then Miles, our dear friend Miles. Miles, thank you very much. Um, we love you very much. We you love didn't have you. to do that. I know. Also, wait, there is one last one. Okay. An upgrade from Teddy. Oh, Okay, great. Thanks, Teddy. Great. Thanks, Teddy. And, yes, that's it. All of our new friends. And that about does her. That about does her. Um, I guess you should also keep reviewing and subscribing and telling friends if you'd like. I think so. I think that <laughs> might be fun. Fun combo. That, that could be a lot of... I think we should all be talking to our parents about this podcast. You know what I'm listening to right now, podcast-wise, just a podcast wreck from Kelly... Um, is the the latest season of You Must Remember This about um, oh, sure. Peter Bagnanovich and Polly Platt is really interesting and really oh. good. I'm really enjoying it. I used to listen to that podcast. I love Karina Longworth's, like, um, her diction is so interesting to me. It's so good. Yeah. I don't love a lot of it, but it is interesting subject-wise. It's, it's, I love, well, I love Peter Bagnanovich, but he's kind of a, an old rascal. 
Oh, that cad. He's an old rascal. As my mom used to say, he's a cad. I was like, Mom, what era are we in? Yeah, right come now? on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, cad. really, really interesting if you, if you. Okay, that's a good rec. Yeah. If you are, if you want. For you and yours. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we love you guys. Love Just you guys. Just doing our best out here. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Toodles.